Just think, what if that wasn't today? If somebody's like, you go to some foreign land and these people are starving and you walk up and you're all freshly fed and rested and everything, go, hey, go get your last little <laughs> bit of food and bring it to me. People would think you were nuts. They would think you were insane. They would think that you were rude. They would try to say everything against you. But this is the thing, this was a setup. This was a setup because if she listens to the prophet, she gonna prosper. Welcome back to The Abundant Life. I'm Angela Todd. This is my awesome sporting it blue tuxedo-like <laughs> husband, Charles. We are here bringing you the 21 supernatural ways the Lord can provide, backed by over 200 scriptures. It's a lot of word. It's a lot of word. <laughs> Number 10, given to the poor. He who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord, and he will pay back what he has given. So what he is saying here is that when you give to the poor, he's going to do what? Give you back. He's going to pay you back. Yes. You're, going to, you're going to get your money back. So you can't look at it as you give your money to the poor and it's gone. Right. You know, <laughs> once you give it, you have a promise from God that he is going to pay that back. He's going to return those finances. So that's supernatural because once again, if you give something out in the natural, you've been depleted of that money. Right. But God says, I will supernaturally pay it back to you. If all else just getting paid back, you're still ahead because you haven't really lost anything. No. You're actually even. Yeah, but right? but you help somebody out. But you help somebody out. You're operating in the grace that he first gave you in order to be able to give. So I love what you said last time. Will a man rob God? And the robbing of God isn't robbing from him. You can't rob what he, it's his vast supply. It's just like when Judas was trying to rob from the, treasury. There was no way he could rob from that treasury. And Jesus knew what he was robbing. Will you rob God simply means, will you rob him of being able to bless you? You rob him of being involved as a daddy in your finances or going to your daddy and having him get involved in your life. Well, what we talked about was that in Psalms it says, God delights or the Lord delights in the prosperity of a servant. He right. delights in it. He delights in you prospering. So when you don't give him the ability to get into your finance because you won't tithe, then you rob him of being able to delight in helping you out in your finances. Oh, that's so good. I just sit there Rob's for him. a minute. Rob's him. Let that just take root on the inside. You rob him of loving you. You rob him from the opportunity to bless you. Think of Selah. Think about that. Hmm. It's so good. And that anointing is available right now. It's not just Ooh, limited to this yeah. time right here. Anybody watching right now, receive that. Receive that anointing, receive that word. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's today, tomorrow, next year, or a decade from now, you can still receive that same anointing that God wants to give out to you right now. The loving of you, the ability to get into the area of your finances to prosper you because he delights in it. Amen. Lord, I just thank you for everyone who is watching right now. We just pray that your love would penetrate their heart right now, Lord Jesus. Your anointing is really thick right now. So, Lord, we just ask that this would be transferable to everyone who's listening, who's watching, who's even gazed upon uh, any of the, the media going forth. Lord, that you, your love would penetrate their household. And, Lord, I just ask that they would yield to the power of the Holy Spirit to allow you to come into their finances and for you to bless them. Let them no longer rob you, Lord, of the love that you have for them Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow. Those who give to the poor lack nothing. I'll read that one. Yeah. 
This is from uh, Proverbs 28, 27, the NLT says this, whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, <laughs> but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. So the good thing here is that according to Galatians 3.13, we've shared this many times, that you have been redeemed from the curse of the law because Jesus became a curse from you. So the curses cannot come on you anymore. You're not part of it. The only thing that you receive now is all the blessing. Right. So the blessing portion of this, whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. I mean, that's so powerful. When I was meditating on that, I was like, you know, I've heard this scripture before, but this morning it was just like going off. Lack nothing. It doesn't say that if you give to the poor that you might just lack a little bit or a little bit less than what you have in the past or you might just lack just the sum. It says you'll lack nothing. Ooh, nothing. Nothing. Just by giving to the poor. Right. You'll lack nothing. But are you going to believe it and are you going to act on it? That's what it comes down to. The last one is, and this is a really interesting one, the poor giving to you. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so go ahead and read that out of 1 Kings. Okay, here we go. 1 Kings 17 and 9, NIV. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he was being directed wow. to, to go and to do something, right. correct? And he said that somebody was going to supply for him. Right. So you say, okay, well, what's it got to do with the poor given to you? Well, you have to know the content of this whole story. So Elijah, he's a prophet. And this is a time, once again, of famine. Right. Okay, so he's been at the brook, drinking the water from the brook, and the ravens have been bringing him food. So God has been supernaturally providing to him during this time of famine, during a time of drought. Now he says, the brook dries up, he says, go see this widow, because she's gonna provide for you. So he, he goes to this town where this widow is, and remember, it's a time of famine, right. you know? And so the first thing he does when he comes upon her, he says, go get me a glass of water and make me some cake. <laughs> so it's like, the audacity! Do you not know that there ain't no water? It's right. like we're almost out of water. That there ain't no. Do you not know it's a time of famine? Right. But Elijah says, "Go and do this right. for her." That's what he does, and it's, it's once again he's the prophet, and she needs to listen to that word from that prophet if she wants to prosper. Right. So what does she say? She goes, "We don't have." She goes, "The only thing I got is a little meal and a little bit of oil." She goes, "Me and my son are we're picking up these sticks." so that we can make this last bit of cake and eat it and, and die. Die. <laughs> die, that's where they're at. They're at the point of starvation. They're at the point that they were planning, they're gonna die that day. That was it. They were done, they were over. Wow. And so what does Elijah say? Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. So what do you, how do you think this woman reacted? Oh but gosh. just think, what if that wasn't today? If somebody's like, you go to some foreign land and these people are starving and you walk up and you're all, freshly fed and rested and everything. Go, hey, go get your last little <laughs> bit of food and bring it to me. People would think you were nuts. They would think you were insane. They would think that you were rude. They would try to say everything against you. But this is the thing. This was a setup. This was a setup because if she listens to the prophet, she's going to prosper. Right. So what happens? She goes and she starts making it, making the cake. She gives that to Elijah, gives him the water. And it said that that the meal and the oil did not fail for many years. And they continued to eat. She continued to feed Elijah for the many years until the drought was over. Wow. And some, uh, if you look at some commentaries and stuff, they will say it was over three years. So that meal that she was gonna make one bit of cake and die continued to supply for them for throughout for, for more years. Wow. And for, for all of them. And what did she do? She listened to her prophet. Mm. She did what he said 
that she should do. And because she did that, because she listened, she's not only profit, she lived. Right. <laughs> Her life was saved. Right. <laughs> did you hear that? Second Chronicles 2020, trust and believe and rely on your profit and you shall prosper. Even when the audacity for him to ask you to give into his ministry, he's trying to get something to your account. And I love that. But not only that, it's the ravens. Not only did the poor feed him, but the animals fed him. And I know we're going to get into that later on the 21 supernatural ways that God can provide. But just imagine ravens feeding you. I mean, what? Yeah, it's animals, and that's one of the ones that comes. Is that animals can. And we have a testimony <laughs> on one of those uh, on that animal as well. So. So if you go even further in on this story, the lady, her son, actually dies, and then Elijah comes and brings him back to life. You know, through the Spirit of God, brings him back to life. So, not only was her life spared from the famine and did she prosper, but down the road, her son was brought back from the dead. I mean, we talked about Tyler's rights and the one testimony that we had about mm -hmm. the guy's daughter dying. Mm -hmm. So listening to the prophet and doing what he said and giving into him, giving into his ministry, saved her son's life two times. Wow. <laughs> Again, you're not giving to be depleted. You're giving to get multiplied back to Amen. spiritually, financially, physically, in every way. And one thing I just want to point out, because we've, we've learned this kind of the hard way, I think in our areas of giving to the poor is that one, one thing is that when you give to the poor, um, I forget what the scripture is, do not let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. When yes. you give to the poor, don't go broadcast it to everybody. Say, oh, I just gave to this person or I gave to this poor thing, whatever. Don't do that because you, what you don't want to do is you don't want to humiliate people in that position that they're in right now. So just keep it between yourself. The Lord knows what you did and he's going to return it to you. Right. He's going to bless you for it. So you don't have to go tell everybody about the good thing that you have done. Right. And, you know, in our giving, we never really should be that way. It shouldn't be about we're doing it because we're trying to get notoriety or we're trying to look at how good I am for how much money I give. And the only reason why we ever share with you guys about what it is is because it's a testimony so that you can actually hear what we did and how we did it to give glory to God so that then you can take that and apply that to your life as well, too. The other thing that I want to mention is that, you know, in your giving, you always want to be Holy Spirit driven. You always want to be, or led, I should say, not driven. You want to be led by the Spirit and what you're doing and not just led by a need. Because what we have learned is that we've actually financed people's poverty. And what we did is we enabled people to stay in that position where they're at because they didn't want to get out of it. They didn't, they didn't want to prosper God's way. They wanted to just take and just stay there and oh, poor me and oh, poor this. And so we've learned that we actually didn't help people out, you know? So make sure that when you're doing that, you're being led. You should be doing it all the time. Even we talked about before, like when we go to conventions or when we're going to special events or something, we don't go there with our checkbook and then worship and sing and get all fired up and then pull it out and ride out of the motions or whatever. We pray about it before we even go. Right. And we're direct on how much to who we're going to give to, to what ministry, and whatever it is that we're doing, we receive direction and have that prepared before we go. Right. So you don't go there and get hyped up and then you don't, and then you might maybe give more than what you should have or not enough. And then you get home and like, what the heck did I just do? And you know, then you go through that whole thing. And so, right. you know, it's important, you know, to be directed in your giving. And I would say, and especially in the area of the poor, because a lot of times there's so much need around us that, you know, it's just, you can be given all over the place, you know, so it's important for you to be able to be led. And there's so many great ministries out there that, you know, help feed the poor, help clothe, help form shelters. So that's yes. a great way, mm -hmm. you know, for you just to put it into somebody's hand who's already doing that and let right. them take care of that. Right. 
you know, and if God directs you to do that, to give to somebody, individual, whatever, then great. You know, but just make sure that you're hearing and being directed by the Holy Spirit. So that's going to wrap it up for this second segment of sowing and reaping, the ministry and giving to the poor. So much good information in here. There's just, you can chew on it for so long. Sit, meditate on it. Just listen to it over and over. Let it get inside. Let it stir you up. And again, 2 Chronicles 20, 20, trust, believe, and rely on your Amen. prophets, and you will prosper. We just pray the love of God lead you, the Holy Spirit direct you, that you would just be uh, sensitive to your daddy, your Abba, who wants to bless you. Yeah, I just want to encourage you, too, to you know, go back during the week and look up these scriptures, meditate on these scriptures, you know, play the teaching back. And you can go backwards and forth. That's a great thing about the way these teachings are set up. So you can you know, listen to a certain area, but dive into it and immerse yourself in it because that's when you're really gonna start to get something out of it. When you let God talk to you directly through his word into your spirit and get it down into your soul. It's about that renewing your mind. Right. You know, renewing your mind and your mind is part of your soul. And when you renew that and then you get this in you, then at some point there's a manifestation of boom. That's when your blessing shows up. That's when your provision shows up. That's what whatever you're believing for, that's when it happens to you. Right. So it's, you know, it's spiritual feeding. It's like you just don't eat one meal a day on one time a week. You eat all throughout the week, you know? You, you, don't, get, you don't get fed and filled by that one meal. Same way spiritually, you gotta be eating every day. Right. You gotta be putting it into you. Right. So you can also remember to go to our website, toddworldwide.org. See all of our mentors, see our kids' resources, everything we got, it will get you to whatever we got going on to all the platforms, which I even don't even know all the stuff we've got going, but I know we got a lot going on. So you got no excuse not to get the word in you. So let me just pray real quick for everybody out there. Lord, I just thank you for everybody that's tuned in today, Lord. I thank you that when they are listening to your word, Lord, and they are doing according to what you're directing them to do, that they shall prosper. I declare Amen. increase over every single person at the end and the sound of my voice, Amen. increase over their jobs, increase over their businesses, increase over their children. Your word says that you'll increase us more and more and our children, Lord. So we declare that even over their children are increasing. Lord, I thank you that when we listen to your word, that you will pour out your blessings to us so supernaturally that sometimes we don't even have enough room to fulfill it, Lord. So we thank you for that. We believe in your word. We trust in your word, Lord. And I just, uh, just sense um, right now, um, there's somebody who's going through uh, a health struggle right now. There's been an attack on your body in the area of your health. And I just want to take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command that sickness, I command that disease to leave your body now in the name of Jesus. Just receive that word. Just let the Amen. Lord just minister his Amen. love to you right now. Receive your healing right there where you're at. Your sins Hallelujah. are forgiven forever. Hallelujah. Amen. By his yep. stripes. You have been healed. Yes. If you were healed back 2,000 years, you are healed right now. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Your Holy Spirit and fire. We just declare the fire of God, the fire Amen. of God, the Amen. fire of God to heal your body, the fire Amen. of God to penetrate your soul, to heal every wound in Jesus' name. Lord, we just thank you for your son, precious son, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that he took everything on the cross, all the bad, so that we'd have all the good, that we'd become the righteousness of God through Christ. It's not about the bad things that we've done that will separate you or the good things we do to try to pour you. No, it's all about Jesus. And yeah. we give him all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. And in his precious name, we pray. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. It's your gifts and your sacrifice to be made manifest in his life. And Lord, I just ask that everyone, as they sleep tonight, would not know how it's going to spring forth, but it is springing <laughs> forth. Amen. I so see that. <laughs> close your eyes with faith, knowing God is going to sprout your harvest exceedingly abundantly above all you dare ask or think. We just declare Second Chronicles 2020. You trust and believe and rely in your prophets. We're prophesying into your life right now Amen. and you will prosper. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord, that as they give, it will be given to them, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing. And I just declare, Lord, that you would multiply. It would not be a depletion, but a multiplication back unto them. And the poor would even give to them. Yes. And we thank you, Lord, for your word. We wrap it and seal it in the blood with your gifts and your sacrifice in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, we're focusing a lot of this on finances, but it's not just limited to finance. This is any area of your life that you, that you may be in lack. You may be in lack of friends. You may be in lack of a spouse. You may be in a lack in the area of your health, whatever it may be. Right. God is willing to supernaturally provide in whatever area that you allow him into, whatever area you ask him into, he's gonna step in and take care of it for you. Just again, giving thanks. Thank you, Lord. I invite you in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Again, thanking, giving giving thanks and praise. And in that, that kid's lunch, he just <laughs> simply gave thanks and it multiplied. Again, Amen. being thankful for where you're at. Stop right now and just no matter how much money you got in the bank, no matter how many friends that you have, no matter what your position is in, is in the world, no matter where you're at in your health, if you can open your eyes, if you can't even open your eyes, if you can move a finger or a thumb, or if you could just sense that you are in, a, in this life, thank the Lord just for his spirit. Thank, thank him for who he is. Meditate on what he's already done. Meditate on his son being that seed to bring you into the kingdom. Meditate on Him blessing you. Meditate on Him providing for you. And when you take the focus off of yourself and put it onto Him is when your eyes will open, your ears will open, and you will no longer be in a, in a state of idolatry, but you will now be in a state of supernatural healing with the Spirit and the fire of God penetrating every cell tissue and organ in your body in Jesus name amen. amen remember we're praying for you every day we love you guys keep tuning in we'll keep getting you the word remember Jesus came so that you'd have life and have it more abundantly abundantly and this is the abundant life till next time peace